fantastic. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Puso Podcast. The Poodcast, if you will. I'm your host, Rodolfo. Why don't we go around and introduce ourselves, starting with... Oh, I'm Julius. I'm a senior external. Uh, let's, let's hit him with the... My name is Joseph, internal. Next. Yo, what's up? I'm Abu y'all. It's your boy, Raf. AMS Econ Double Major, Junior, and I'm Cultural Head. Amazing. And for this week's topic, we are talking about... Languages. Amazing. Let me ask y'all, what does language mean to you? I mean, I guess scientifically and behaviorally, language is just straight up like how we communicate with each other. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But then, if you just like dissect that and delve a little bit deeper, language doesn't have to be just like, you know, words. It could just be how, like like I said, the main idea is communication. So, if, I guess in that sense, anyone, you could say there's a universal language of just straight up understanding how people interact with each other, right? Yeah. That's true. You know what? The first thing that I ta- or that I thought of when, like, the, the topic was languages was, like, love languages. I don't know why, but, like, talking about, like, physical touch, physical you know? Physical touch. Like, not even, like, English or, like, French or something. I was thinking, like... Like, what's your love language, you know what like, I mean? How, but, like, in that case, is would you consider that a form of communication, as we just said before, like, scientifically speaking, you know? I mean, yeah, like, down to the little, like, actions that you do for people, right? I mean, yeah, like, gestures and, like, and mannerisms. Yeah, and the way you, like, uh, how do you say, like, communicate your affection for someone, I feel like that is a really important part of a relationship, you know? I, I agree, I agree. <laughs> But I think, I think what we meant by when we're talking about languages, uh-huh. I think we're talking about like actual spoken Speaking language. Speaking, like languages. with the voice. I mean, okay, wait, what was the, the definition that we came up with? It's like communicating, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, oh, and like sign language isn't even like yeah. okay, a spoken okay. language. Languages you know don't I mean? always have to be like oral. They okay, that's be, true, that's you know, true. They that's can true. be written languages, like hand languages, sign languages. <laughs> sign, <I mean>. language. <laughs> sign languages, you mean? Yeah. Just yeah. languages. And, like, for universal languages, I guess, there, there are certain, like, um, motions or actions that can, like, portray a specific idea, I guess. Like, you know the universal sign for choking? When you're choking, you put, like... You your, put your hands on your throat? Yeah, so, like, I guess that's, a, that's like, a language, right? I don't know if you'd consider I mean, I know what you mean, yeah. Wait, but, wait, 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 wait. So, speaking about how we talked about, like, communication and stuff... Let's bring this into like a setting of a of like a household, right? Yes. Let's. Yeah. I know with not me personally, but I know with other uh you know friends that even them with their parents they can't communicate like everything that smoothly just because of a let's say a language barrier. Let's say the parents were immigrants and the mm-hmm. child was born and raised in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So they're fine, but let's say the child doesn't even know that mother language Mm -hmm. to their fullest extent like how do you feel about that i think what you just talked about is a very uh, prominent aspect when it comes to a lot of uh specifically chinese americans uh i myself i am chinese and yeah like i was gonna say how like a lot of um chinese parents when they like immigrate to like america you know like uh, most of them you know they could speak a little bit of english but for the most part their english is you know a little choppy uh, you know, like grammar-wise, pronunciation-wise, it's really it's kind of hard to understand. And you know, living in America, 
and I guess it also does dep- uh, differ from household to household. But you know, living in America, it's more common that as a child growing up, you'd speak a lot more English. You know, when you start going to school, like starting like elementary school, kindergarten, you know, and so. Um, this did happen to me and a lot of my other friends as well, you know, uh, how um, at some point our ability to speak our mother tongue just started to like uh, diminish, you know, yeah, our no, skills yeah, and, uh, and our skill set. And so it comes to the point where there's a little bit of language barrier where, where you can't speak uh, the, your mother tongue fluently and your parents aren't able to speak English fluently. And it's kind of like it's, it can be a little bit difficult to... Um, to uh, communicate. Uh, fortunately for me, uh, both of my parents, they understand English perfectly fine, but I did develop the bad habit of, you know, speaking a lot more English than Chinese, which I want to, like, uh, work on. That's like, would you even call that a bad habit? Or would you just call that, you know, that's just how, that's just how it ended up being, just from, you yeah. know. I don't think that's something you could be embarrassed of, you know. I think for a long time, I was embarrassed that I couldn't really speak Tagalog, you know, as well as my parents do or at least my cousins in the Philippines do you know but I realized like you know as an immigrant as someone who moved here later on in life it's okay that you don't speak your like you don't speak Tagalog well enough or you don't speak it to the fullest extent you know um, like we are not we're not purely Filipino we're not purely American we're a mixture of both so I don't think that you know a language barrier per se or like you're inability to speak a language fluently is something that you should necessarily be ashamed of yeah no i i agree with that i just find uh do you guys agree that like would you guys consider language a very big part of like one's like culture you know like like heritage and background yeah right so i guess for me i just always wanted to be able to still speak uh well just so i could like i guess like preserve and honor that part of my culture you know and that's why i want to be able to speak well you know chinese yeah yeah it's sort of like one of those things i feel like especially with um with filipino americans and just filipinos in general is that we're sort of not really i know for me personally i don't understand tagalog like at all maybe i can understand like the keywords right but getting around from place to place i would say i wouldn't be able to do that um, I guess that could lead into the point of, for me personally, and I don't know about the other two Filipino boys in here, but I never had the problem of communication with my parents just because Filipinos know English, right? No, maybe, yeah. Maybe um, not perfectly, but that's just how it is in the Philippines. Yeah, we made this a point in one of the other podcasts, but like, in a lot of other countries, they do teach English, like, throughout um, the education system, yeah. you know, and that's, because that's of that, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and because of that, like a lot of other countries are fluent in both like English and whatever like or whatever country they're from, like whatever the native language is there. But um, I guess I'm like thankful for it, but also I feel bad because like going back to the Philippines, it makes me feel bad that I can't reciprocate like the effort that they're putting in trying to speak English. I can't like yeah. do any of that trying to speak Tagalog. Well, like, from from my understanding, right, in the Philippines, if you were to try to just speak English, like, you'd be able to get around perfectly yeah, fine, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Philippine, or, English is actually, like, one of the two national languages of the Philippines. And, like, ever since, like, the mid-1900s, you know, it was enforced that, like, English be taught 
in like schooling you know i think even now i think even now in the in all the school systems they teach school in english right yep isn't that's a thing isn't that so interesting though because like considering how like in the philippines now like when you talk to like someone casually it's it's never going to be pure tagalog right there's always going to be like some type of like english mixed in here and there right yeah yeah Would you say, like, because you know how you brought up how if you speak English in the Philippines, you would, like, be able to get around? Mm-hmm. Would you say it's the same for, um, like, going in China? Like, no, China? not, abs- like, absolutely not. Hmm. Especially, like, the the part of the country where my family's from. If you go to, like, a really, really big city, like, like the capital, Beijing, like, there will be people there who know how to speak English. And, you know, there will be, like, a lot of, like, tourists there and stuff. Right, but like the part of China where like my family's from, uh, my family, um, like, like if you speak English there, like, no, like no one understands English there except for like people who like teach English, and but then even they have like like accents and they're not they're also just not like a hundred percent, uh, fluent in it, which you know it's not like. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's how it is. No, yeah, I I think a lot of it is, is just straight up the culture and the history of English in that country. So like I forgot who said it earlier, but English has literally been in the Philippines since what nineteen eighteen hundred like the late 1800s, right? Yeah, no. If my history is correct, and even prior to that, the Philippines does have history of being under another country that doesn't speak Tagalog or any of the Filipino languages, right? So even for Spanish, they had their, how many years old? 400, 500 years old over the Philippines? So just that in itself infused the idea that not only purely Filipino language has to be used. Do you think that it's a bad thing that English is being pushed in the Philippines? Like, do you think that English shouldn't be as enforced as it is right now sometimes I just wonder like why I, maybe well um, what's it called considering how like English is also probably one of the most well known and like most how do I say it useful languages yeah. in the world like it's a it's a very useful language to learn you know mm-hmm. and so like like I think like I, I have a quick question for you guys like I'm um, growing up did you guys did your parents like like uh try to teach you guys like tagalog like your mother tongues or anything you know if anything they taught me like to teach they taught me to speak english more you know like growing Mm -hmm. up i grew up in the philippines Mm -hmm. like i moved here when i was like four or five but i remember or like from what i can remember they pushed that i learn english right right and Mm -hmm. like growing up or like in our first few years in the states they wanted me to make sure like i know english well yeah you know now like now like like, why is that like why did your parents like my parents too why did they like choose to you know i think it's because english is so widely spoken in the states you know i think that's why a lot of people are or that's why a lot of english is being pushed just because america like migrating to america is a big part of i would say filipino culture and so it's important that you know english to be able to fit in well and to you know not assimilate but like be able to settle in well you know, it's hard to thrive in the in the states if only if the only thing you know is Tagalog. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say that, out of a lot of like the Asian countries and cultures, the one culture that really tries to 
fit in and assimilate is the Philippines and just Filipino people in general. And I always, I've been mentioning like history and culture time and time, but I would say it's because of that, you know, back in the day, you have to assimilate to what the Americans in the Philippines wanted, or if you were an, if you were a nurse back in the day, or even today, you have to know English so that you could work there and so that you could succeed. I think that's the main idea is that if you know English, that sort of equivalates to being able to succeed Success. at what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. Like, it, really, it opens doors, you know. Some people may say that it's good to know a second language, right? It's nice to have that on your resume. But I I agree, like it is nice. But then sure. like I feel like in the Philippines they're just taking that so far because of the history. Yeah, with that being said, like going back to my previous question, do you think that English should not be as pushed heavily as it is now? Like I guess just coming from a cultural aspect you know this idea of like i guess wanting to preserve your culture mm-hmm. you know like i don't know do you think that we put too much em- emphasis on learning english and do you think that we should put more emphasis or return back to like the emphasis on tagalog or not even just tagalog just like native, native filipino uh, languages um i mean i don't think learning english it doesn't it doesn't dilute the culture until you start to learn the like taglish type, you know? Oh, yeah, because in that, that, like when it comes to that, that's when it starts to like, um, I guess dilute the culture and, and whatnot. But cause like, like, like when I, when I learned about that, I was like, wow, like I can't imagine going back to like my mother country and like, and, and hearing everyone speak a mixture of like my mother tongue and English, you know? And like the fact that like, like pure, like, like, Tagalog, like people don't really speak in just pure Tagalog anymore, right? Like that's oh, isn't really, that like yeah. crazy to think about? Yeah, not very common. Like if you go in the Philippines, I remember watching this video. I think it was in last year's one GBM in last year, but oh, they yeah. tried. They like interviewed a whole bunch of yeah. people and they asked them a question in Tagalog and they had to answer purely in Tagalog, like no usage of any English words. And a lot of the, a lot of the youths could not like answer <laughs> in like pure Tagalog, you know. Which goes to show, I'm not, I don't, I still feel, I'm still unsure as to whether or not it's a bad thing that English is so interwoven into, like, Filipino, like, teachings and learnings nowadays. But, like, yeah, like, these kids, they couldn't purely speak Tagalog. Right. There was always some little English word, like, sprinkled in, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting to me because I know with at least Puso and other just in general, not even D3 orgs, just in general Filipino-American orgs, that a topic that is always brought up is, like, keeping the culture and maintaining that culture. And one of the aspects of that is the fact that in the Philippines, since English is being pushed so heavily forward, that we're sort of losing that uh, native culture, native language. And... I don't know, what do, what do you guys think about it? Because for me, I, I agree. I think it's important to maintain that native and like pure culture. But I wonder what it's like for the people in the Philippines that don't have that. Or I wonder what they think about that. About mm-hmm. if they find it important to maintain that or if they find it more important to be learning English. Because like we said, to a lot of them, English is success English is an open door for them yeah, yeah. for sure so like what would you say about that 
I mean, we might be exaggerating it a little bit because also, like, in the Philippines, they're just immersed in the Filipino culture, right? I don't know how um, heavily talking, I mean, speaking in English would, like, affect other aspects of the culture. But um, even though, like, language is a very big part of it. Because um, I, I was thinking in terms of, like, if we were to try and learn another language, how afraid would we be to lose, like, American culture? You know what I mean? If that even is, like, Damn, that, a thing. That just opens up a whole oh, new a whole idea. New. Do Americans have culture? Yeah. Do like, what? yeah. Is there an American culture? But I guess that's another that's another topic <laughs> for another day. Um, yeah, I think what Julius was saying is, like, I think as Asian Americans, as in, like, people who have emigrated there's more emphasis on us or more of a responsibility if at all like for us to try to you know maintain or like remember or Mm. you know keep our filipino culture you know whereas like roto said if you're in the philippines you're in the philippines dog like like you're in there yeah yeah. but i don't know like i've thought about this so many times about like oh i want to keep my culture i want to learn my tagalog i want to be able to speak that fluently but sometimes I feel like when I try or... To, if, like, learn it again? When I try to learn it again, yeah. like, I feel almost like I'm a poser. Like, I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense, but, like, I feel like, okay, this is... Like, it's not sincere. Like, I don't feel sincere. I feel, like, mad corny sometimes learning Tagalog or trying to speak Tagalog just because, like, I'm so, like, relatively distant from that language and, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if that resonates with any of you guys. I mean, I guess it goes with learning any language, not even just Tagalog, where it's sort of, I don't know, when, when, when you say to someone, I'm trying to learn this language, and let's say you try practicing and speaking mm-hmm. that language, I feel like I've been clowned in the past for trying to speak my, my Spanish, practice mm-hmm. up, dust up, but you know, you're always going to get those people like, hey, props, props, and I, I mean, do, yeah. I respect it, I respect the grind to to learn something i respect the grind to learn anything really but language especially because that's, that's hard that's language is a is a is a pillar of any culture yeah of any yeah. nationality of any ethnicity right so it's you gotta respect it you really gotta respect anyone that's grinding to learn something new like it's not that i'm embarrassed of messing up in learning a language it's that i feel like i'm like jacking a culture that isn't necessarily mine which is mm. weird that i'm saying that because like i am filipino mm. i should feel like i have the right to learn tagalog or any other filipino language but i don't know i think just because i've lived in the states so long i almost feel like it's like that dissonance between yeah. being a filipino or being like straight up american yeah yeah it's, it's like a weird like limbo uh place a limbo yeah like as in <laughs> like a like a balance like a balancing act I, I guess because like, like I don't think he was talking about the game like no. I was I was I was just talking about how like I was just talking about how like you know you guys as Filipino Americans me as a Chinese American like us as like Asian Americans like live here in America right it's like we're not completely of either culture but we're not also uh how do I say it like th- we're in between being uh a, i don't know yeah, how to put it you're not 100% asian you're, you're not, not 100% american but you're also not 0% either yeah. that's what i'm trying to yeah, say it's a new breed bro we yeah. are literally, we're literally a built new breed. different <laughs> we're built different yo. we are different 
but yeah, we talked about this. No, in, we are different. We yeah. talked about this in a previous podcast, and this idea that like you shouldn't be in, like, I guess I was speaking to myself, or I should be speaking to myself. Like I shouldn't be embarrassed that I don't speak Tagalog well, or that it's taking me a long time to like fully learn Tagalog, because like we're not one hundred percent Filipino. You know, yeah. we have that mix of being an American. We have that mix of growing up in the states. So like what you are and your level of proficiency in like whatever that's not something to be ashamed of and speaking on the topic of learning like new languages i feel like um kind of being born in the states we were almost put at i mean i don't want to use the word disadvantage but that's the only word that i could come up with right now and what i mean by that is seeing other countries teach both the native language and english seems to put like many other people in in this advantage of having two languages under their belt whereas i don't know like they they, they tried teaching spanish in like middle school high school but like how far in a conversation can i get past like como estas you I know think you get pretty far you think, i mean yeah but, I mean, but that's you like you've been practicing Bien, what? Oh, what's the furthest that you guys have like done or the most that you guys have done to like learn a new language like, would it be, like, school, private, you know, like, yeah. private lessons? I mean, like, okay, so for me, my dad's Chinese, mom's Filipino, but my dad was born and raised in the Philippines, so he knows English, he knows Tagalog, he knows uh, Chinese, Hokkien. Um, and then I guess for him, he brought me, well, he didn't bring me, but, you know, like, me and all my brothers were brought to a Sunday Mandarin tutoring mm, yeah. just at my just at the teacher's house and it was mad chill but really what do you learn one like, week once a week one hour what are you going to learn tell me like so yeah. so yeah for me I guess realistically the most I've ever gone through learning a language and developing my skills in that language was Spanish cause boom 7th grade 8th grade ninth grade 10th grade all the way up till I guess sophomore year of college oh, yeah? when I took Spanish 111 which is a clap uh, that's that's pretty much how it went you know conversational no, it, it worked conversation. out for you cause like remember those guys that um <laughs> they that installed the washer dryer <laughs> yeah. you're like hey what did you say Yo, I, I, <laughs> I should've hit him with the ay espacio yeah that guy no pienso que ay espacio oh my goodness like how how a how effective were those lessons for you? Like, would you say for Chinese, a Chinese or Spanish or like Chinese? Yeah. I mean, I can remember the basics, bare basics. Mm-hmm. Conversationally, no way. But Spanish, I, I'm pretty confident you could drop me in a Spanish speaking, uh, Spanish speaking country, and I could get around. Mm, that's powerful. It is. It, it's so strong. But if we really wrap it back, that's what the that's what Filipino people think about English. You drop them into America, the land of opportunities, and boom, there's your opportunity. You know English. Yeah. Right. Like now, yeah, because, like, I was going to say, like, you know, uh, I didn't go to, like, Chinese school growing up. I think my parents, like, my parents just didn't want to put me in there. I think it was because, like, they thought I was, like, going to be dumb if I try to learn two languages as a <laughs> growing up as a kid. But I had a lot of friends that went to Chinese school, and they don't remember anything like they didn't retain any information it was like that type of like yeah yeah, no because like like maybe it was just like the private tutoring place that they were going to 
but like yeah like they're just saying how like the teachers there are very like strict they just try to drill um like the language into your head but it wasn't like effective they I mean, didn't realistically it. the best way or in my opinion and i feel like this is sort of widely known the best way to learn a language is to friggin immerse yourself in that in, like yeah. you gotta go like, to that country get, man be in that country or just only speak that language surround yourself amongst those people yeah, that be real. speaking those languages so let's say um spanish for me the best way for me to develop it is to go into that country and just drill it right that's what my even, Jap- that's what my high school japanese teacher said even when i went to the philippines what's what was that four years ago the the summer before i came to stony i like i said i didn't really know any tagalog but then i stayed there for a month friggin three weeks in and i was i could understand stuff yo i could really understand stuff I know it's so strange, but that's how you learn. That's no, how you learn sure. a language. It's not through drilling over and over, friggin' Kamusta <laughs> or friggin' Como estas. It's, that's not how you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, like my neighborhood back in Jackson Heights. Jackson Heights is like a fairly, like, I would say, diverse. Colombian, and they're just like Hispanic mm. neighborhood. And like, I feel like I'm pretty decent in Spanish. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's cool. And I think. Aside from, like, you know, doing drills, I guess, in class and learning conjugations, it's important to just, like, practice it out in the open. You know, like, every time I went to a store or whatever, you know, I'd, if I think the guy is Hispanic, I'd be like, you know, hablas español, and then, you know, like, just try doing my tasks, like, in Spanish, you know? It's kind of it's kind of hype. Yo, what do you guys think about people who learn another language through, like, TV shows or, like, movies and stuff? Oh, like that's crazy! Like isn't like like that's that's actually crazy. Let me tell you something. Okay, okay. Something. Me, so let's say from seventh grade all the way, even now really, because I still watch these shows. I watched Korean shows, right? (laughs) I watched Korean variety shows. Let me hit you with the Running Man. Let me hit you with the, with the Infinite Challenge. Let me hit you with the anything really. A lot of those variety shows, and I'll be honest, I really picked up a lot. Like I really understood a lot of and uh I was just able to learn a lot of, of Korean, you know? But like was that without any just like learning drills or like basic no, like not at all. No yeah. Like was it your... structure and like just listening okay, to a language so... like how do you just know okay, that phrase means this? Like obviously there's like subtitles. Okay, so, subtitles. So right? subtitles. I'm subtitles is the first thing. You re- you hear the phrase in Korean, you read the subtitle. Anyoseo, hello. Yeah. And then you just hear that over and over. Obviously, that's like a that's like an easy one. But you hear that over and over, and you just start picking it up. It's so strange. I I freaking know how to write and read Korean now through Whoa. watching like TV shows, like like Korean shows and like. Stuff how like old that. were you when you were doing this? This is like seventh or eighth grade, all the way up until really? now, kind of, because I still like watch those shows sometimes. But writing, at least. I didn't even spend that long. I spent like a, a few hours just oh what's this what's this but then you would see it on the screen, and then you associate the writing with the sound. From that you associate the sound with the subtitle. Ooh, we're making we're going somewhere now. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean it makes sense because like we said before, the best way to learn a language is to like immerse yourself in the culture, in the culture and that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean like going to their country and like trying to survive on your own, but like. Watching TV shows, like, probably is one of the better ways 
to just pick up a language or like at, at the very least start learning one and like that's true um i guess feeding your interest in that culture or or whatever yo but like you know like i'll hear about like like these music artists right like like i think um rich brian rich no yeah like rich brian he was he was born you know born and raised in indonesia i think he might have started like watching more like I think what he said he was started. He's. I think that what he said was that he started to watch more like American, American shows or like shows, shows yeah. in English. Maybe when he was like a teen or something like that. But he was still able to like learn English, and the fact that now he's a successful like music artist, rapper, singer, whatever, yeah. like in rapping and making music in, in a second language. In English. Dude, yeah. That he learned like he wasn't he wasn't raised learning English. He. He taught it to himself through TV shows like RM from Dude, BTS yes, too. I was about to he say watched that. he yeah. watched Friends growing up, and that's how he learned English. But also, don't they say like um, English is one of the easier languages to learn? Is it? I mean, like, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I think they say it's hardest. Definitely the hardest. Oh, so is it really? Because <laughs> just like the the syntax. And just like the language structure and grammar guess, structure yeah, yeah. for English makes no sense. You hear a lot of foreign people when they say, um, like, let's say they won something. Instead of saying, I won this, they say, or, what is it? Instead of saying, like, I beat you, I win you. So, yeah, like, mm-hmm. that thing. I, I hear that a lot. Random thought. <laughs> Random thought. But also, like, even with that, we still understand what they're saying, right? What do you mean? Like, being like, able even if to, it's broken. Yeah, even if oh, it's yeah, broken, yeah. we're still able to understand what they're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I, I think I was going to say, like, for other languages, do you think it's that simple where, like, a lot of the words are can, can be translated even though it's not specifically correct? I like, mean... Would you, oh, would you be able to understand... Is there a such thing like as, like, broken Tagalog? Taglish? I wouldn't say taglish, but like 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 same a new things learner like, trying to say like like grammatically incorrect. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I guess for me personally, I guess the first thing I can think of off the top of my head is when you say, uh, let's say Spanish. Yo quiero nada. I don't want nothing. Right. Yeah. I don't want nothing. That's what it is. Or like, is that not grammatically correct? You you no, oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah, double yeah, negatives yeah, yeah. in Spanish it's, it's, to indicate like just a plain negative. Oh, like, yeah. If you say I, a double mistake, negative, I made you say a mistake, double yeah. negative in English, it means it's, like a positive. Here, you know here you go. Saying? It's yo no tengo nada. I don't have nothing. Nothing. Essentially, okay. is what you're saying, right? Okay. But you know, I think English speakers could make that, even if they, even if someone was to say that in English, I don't have nothing, right? Mm. I mean, but I that's where we're going but, the, but then, but then <laughs> I know, but then in terms of that, when you say in English like, I don't have nothing, like, it's because of like, like casual conversation and slang that you know that they mean like they don't have anything. Like you don't think that the double negative makes it into a positive, but like formally speaking, if you say I do not have nothing, technically it means that you have something. Yeah. Right. Wait, what? No, think about it. Really? Like, like, oh, because that double if, negative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was that proper English? That's like formally speaking in English. Yeah, like you, if you say I don't have nothing, it means that you have something, right? Hey, Joseph, what? What is it that you have? What? What do you have? Uh, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. You said you don't have nothing, which means you said you have something. I was given an example. What is it? Do you have? I have, um, 
a lot of love for this org called the Philippine United Student Organization. Anyways. Moving on. No, but I, I, when I was taking some linguistics classes, because you know, <laughs> I was trying to be a linguistics minor here and there. But oh, yeah. like, are you still trying to do that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyways, <laughs> there's this idea of like descriptive grammar or descriptive linguistics, which is this strict adherence to following grammatical rules. But there's this notion or this group of like linguists, linguists known as like prescriptive linguists. Which kind of just, they just say like, language is so fluid and it changes and it's so dynamic mm. and contemporary that oh, you no. cannot you cannot define rules in language. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because of you know socioeconomic like regions that just ha- develop their own like dialects or their terms, like you cannot or you should not necessarily define yo this is how you say this or like this is how this sentence should be structured because. At the end of the day, it comes back to, like you guys said, what is the definition of language? It's just communication. And yep. if at the end of the day, people can understand what you're trying to say, I'm not, like, you, there, is, there is no need for rules. You know what I'm saying? I mean, okay, like, yes, there are rules, but, like, <laughs> the idea of prescriptive, like, linguistics like is, that, is that there shouldn't be, there is no one right answer, you know? Or there can be a quote-unquote right answer, but it's it shouldn't be enforced that you do that rule or like you shouldn't be deemed as like stupid if you don't use those rules it's so it also ties back to communication right as long as you can very effectively communicate something get the idea one idea from point a to person b as long as you can do that why you can make the argument why does it matter how you speak yeah, yeah. But that's, that's society bro that's a different we story. live in a society yeah, we, we really society. do live in a society <laughs> it's, really? so, it's so surreal you gotta learn you gotta speak properly that's y'all ever try to read a page of Shakespeare no like how how do that right now? how was English like like that back then like I was thinking, when I had to read Shakespeare back in high school like oh my god I didn't understand what this man was writing but also like I was just thinking like from an evolutionary standpoint, Damn. how did language even like here, here, here. come about? Like, All right, talk your thing first. And then... Shakespeare. Shakespeare's most memorable quotes in Old English. Like thy thus uh, art yo, thou. Read it, and then we'll all try to like <laughs> translate say it. Say what we think it means. Um, dude. Okay, here we go. Okay, read it. Act three, scene one, from Hamlet. Alas, poor York. I knew him, Horatio, a fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He hath bare me on his back. Okay, wait. <laughs> infinite. I think we can wait, understand yo. this. I think we can un- he I understand this. Infinite jest? Like, he's just yeah, yeah, goofy, like, but he's silly. Right? Jest, man. Jest? I, mean, I, mean, I don't think gentleman. he's talking bad about him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't he's talking positively. Bad. He had, what did he say? My bare back? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did, how did English go from, like, Something, no. how art thou thus Yo, I actually this. learned this in linguistics class. Do I remember it? No. But um, it would have been a good <laughs> good thing to remember all this, but I don't know. I remember learning about the great vowel shift. The vowel what shift. Thing. What is that? But like, long Educate as you, us real quick. I, I can't because I forgot. Yo, come on, man. I gave my notes to Emily Yu. Shout out Emily Yu. Shout out Emily Yu. But... <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> but um, Wait. yeah, go ahead. I just on you. Shut up. <laughs> all right, all right. Bring you back. Like the question that I asked before was, how have languages like, and from an evolutionary yeah evolutionary standpoint, how have they come to be like the way they are now? And like what languages? Yeah, because like, how did, it, how like, did... the oh. Eastern Hemisphere? You know, it's they within the Eastern Hemisphere they sound like relatively arguably similar you know like all asian um languages. languages but when you compare it to like western western uh languages they sound like very different no they I don't. Think generally you don't think you well, there's think, there's the romance language i think generally you think yeah you think like french is similar to like japanese or something oh no i don't think so at all yeah that was my point so like even like the idea of creating language like starting with sounds like we really started with like, oh, you know, <laughs> but that was communication. That's yeah, how they that's communicated. Yeah, and that's the key point. But I think generally your languages like sound or influence. I mean, this is kind of obvious, but they come from like the peoples that came to that land. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a lot of like English sounds the way that it is is because like you know of the people that moved there and like you know the languages that they brought over. Like, you know yo you know oh go ahead Joseph. I was just gonna say you guys ever think about like accents and how like different de- languages develop different like accents oh you mean like just in different countries yeah like British accent is different from American accent no you know? yeah. I mean they come about from people trying to speak another language no but there's like I don't oh wait no cause there's southern accents within that's, like that's what I'm saying oh I see what like you're saying. know like yeah, yeah. How, how do those accents come to be you know oh, maybe it's just Okay, well, this is a little fun fact. This is a little fun fact about the South. And you know how they're sort of known to speak slowly and stereotypically, like, dumb, right? They're like, they have that okay. slow, southern, southern drawl. Drawl. Yeah. drawl. Apparently, the reason why they had that and why that stereotype was made was because back in the day, like, before they had, like, proper plumbing and stuff and, and water filtration, they would... They would be getting these worms in their bodies from not wearing shoes and then oh. those worms would get to their brains so that they wouldn't be able to speak at the same pace so they had to like so they, they had to slur their words no, a they, they just, slur, but their, like, their words were slurred their words were slowed down uh-huh. that's why they speak a little bit so, like slowly so northerners had shoes no it's sort of just like that idea that you know <laughs> Oh, the yeah. idea that, that the, okay like that's how the accent like originated that's how that that's okay <clears throat> oh, 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 oh i i missed the key fact so it was okay. a stereotype right okay but that was actually only one little like small population of southerners okay that got these worms so they started speaking mad slowly but just that small population that stereotype extended throughout the entire u.s and mm-hmm. that's why they're known to be speaking like that. You want to hear another dumb fun? Not dumb. You want to hear another fun fact? How about it? Um, you know, this is this is not really related that much, but you guys know that goats apparently have accents. Oh, That's all I, I heard to... the same thing with like dogs. That's crazy. All right, let's move on though. <laughs> I mean, you know, yo, you know about um about pigeon. What about oh like like oh, like, yeah. like, like just in English? Hawaii Hawaii right okay it's like broken English let me look it up right I now I mean actually. I like whenever I've heard like Ryan Higa for yeah. example speak like pigeon it's always like English they're like English words thrown into it no yeah okay let's see keep talking keep talking I'm gonna find this real quick um 
Yeah, so, like, I guess if Northerners had shoes, they would... Or, or if Southerners had shoes, they'd speak at a normal pace is what you're saying. Like, that's what I heard from what your little fun fact. <laughs> that's what you got out of it? Oh, no, wait, because he said it was a very small population. I think just speaking on that real quick... Here, oh, my bad. <laughs> I, speaking, yeah, speaking on that real quick, I think that stereotype kind of spread just because they're, like, trying to find a logical answer for that. But that, that was just, like, a little comment. Well, what do you have to offer? Okay, pigeon. so... Pigeon. 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 So if you guys don't know, Pigeon is the... Sort of... It's a bird. It's a... <laughs> Squall! <it's, laughs> pigeon is... is <laughs> It's actually, like, an official language of, of no, Hawaii. Um, but it's also known as, like, the slang. <clears throat> Hawaii, okay. Right? And this language is actually made up of, and I quote, Portuguese, Native Hawaiian, American English, Cantonese, as well as Japanese, Okinawan, Tagalog, Filipinos, right? Korean. That's crazy. They combine like seven languages language. to make their own language. No, like it's not insane. Like, how did that happen? You think? Well, Hawaii is different. Probably though. just like because Hawaii yeah. is different. Hawaii is like a culmination of all these different countries. So then, was it just a bunch of like people of different countries trying to communicate with each other to the point where they're just like, you pick your words and then we'll pick our words and. Oh. Then- we throw them together. No, I mean... Oh, yo, I have a question for you guys. I know it's, like, <laughs> <Okay>. defined. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I know it's already, like, defined, and I'm pretty sure there's, like, an actual explicit answer, but what do you guys think the difference is between a language and a dialect? I'm, oh, oh that's... I really don't know. There's a, there is a well, distinction. I just wouldn't know. What well, it is. okay, I think... Like, for a very long time, yes. I was told that, like, the different, like, languages of the Philippines... I was told that they were dialects, Same. Yeah. you know, and that was just not? ingrained. I think but they're not. They're all like, individual languages. In, if you like didn't f- go to the GBM that I presented on, they're actually <laughs> different languages, dog. Oh, the more yeah, you know. So, so in the, the Philippines, you know. right, like, the the different languages that people speak in different parts of the Philippines, are they, like, like considered different, like, languages, yeah. like, officially? They're official Yo, languages. let me tell you this. Let me tell you something real quick. My my mom and my dad, my dad only speaks Tagalog, but my mom can uh-huh. speak her, her dialect. I forgot what exactly it was. But my mom will be with, like, her girlfriends and stuff. And they can be having a conversation, and my dad won't know anything. Because he yeah. doesn't speak, like, that, that language, right? Like, yeah, he doesn't speak that, that I guess, language, yeah. I was going to say dialect, Cause, language. Because I was going to say, like, I think, okay, I'm sure, like, the different languages in the Philippines, like, probably all, like, branched out, originated from one, like, main, like, language or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, but, oh, wait, wait, were you going to say something? I think I, I did research on this for the 7th GBM that I, you know, spearheaded oh. or whatever. Is, is what I said true? Is But a lot of the languages came from, like, the languages of the indigenous people that came, mm. you know, and populated the Philippines. I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's, like, a singular language and, like, just based off of the regions, they developed their own little, like, differences, but... I mean, that's all I can offer. You mean, like, the OG colonizers? Or, like, the no, I'm OG, talking about, like, like indigenous people indigenous from, like, people? like Austro-Melanesian people, like, from, like, the Malay peoples. There's another group that I cannot remember off the dome. But, like, there are three groups of, like, indigenous peoples that came to populate the Philippines, you know? Mm. And so the different, or the multitudinous languages in the Philippines, they're all, like, branching off of the languages that they spoke. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm assuming it's not just one language, you know? Because, oh yeah, oh. Because I was going to say, like, in China, right? Like, uh, like dialects are very, uh, like, different dialects are a very prominent part of, like, Chinese culture. 
you know, because the official language in China is like Mandarin, uh-huh. but like Mandarin, I I'm pretty sure Mandarin, like brand, like um, you know, since China is such a huge country, as people move to different places, they develop their own like type different types of pronunciation, yeah, and stuff. And like a lot of the times when you do when you speak a different, I, a lot of people in China, or like Chinese people, they will understand like. More than one dialect. I I cannot say that. I mm-hmm. only understand Mandarin. But like you know, I have a lot of friends who understand both Mandarin and like Cantonese, or like Mandarin and like Fujianese. Like yeah. you know, considering that Mandarin is like the official language of China. And those are like, different languages. Like no no no. I was gonna say like the Cantonese and Fujianese. Those are different. Those are dialects. They're not. Con- they're not technically considered different uh, languages. So they could they could in theory you know know what the other dialect is saying i mean like sometimes pick up some sometimes it. yes like sometimes yes you can you can pick up what people are saying in a different dialect but there are also like a, since there's so many different dialects like people speaking one dialect look, people speaking different dialects to each other they will have like no idea what they're saying like because like i, I don't speak cantonese you know even though i have a lot of friends who speak both mandarin and cantonese if someone were to speak to me in Cantonese, I'd have no idea what they're talking about, right? But like a Cantonese speaker, if I were to talk to them in Mandarin, they probably would understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because the, of the fact that like Mandarin is the official like um, language uh-huh. in China. Like Cantonese you know? is still its own language, though, right? No, it's considered a dialect. Like I'm pre- like I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure it's considered a dialect and not an official language. Wait, so is slang like dialect? I, like I was thinking like. like is New York? Could you like argue that there's a New York dialect? I don't think. <laughs> like I would say it is. You a think dialect. that you think like, it's a dialect? Yeah, because it's, it's like a, a different, different version of like, of like English. Yeah. yeah. Like 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 say something in a, in the New York dialect. <laughs> like okay, let's 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 say <laughs> there's someone from the city, right? And compare them to someone from Kansas. They have their own slang. They they're yeah, not really. Yeah. They, let's let's assume the. Internet hasn't brought over all of this New York slang okay. to Kansas. Yeah. Say something to me. Like, dead ass. <laughs> like, no one would yo, know. Yo, it's dummy brick outside, yo. <laughs> what does that mean? It's cold. And how would I know that? That's what I'm saying. It's like... Cause it's, it's, like a it's, yeah. it's a dialect. It's a dialect. It's the same language. It's English, but, like, different regions but have the, their different ways of saying different... But here's like, the thing, though. Words. Like... When it comes to, like, slang, like, the what you just said, like, is that as brick or whatever, right? Like, those are still, like, English words. But, like, I'm pretty sure when it comes to different dialects, the way that they pronounce a word is different, you know? And, like, I think that's what makes the difference. So then, uh, like, like, our English would be a dialect of, like, British English is what you're saying? Uh, (laughs) That would just be an accent. (laughs) I think that's just just accents. Like, but that's the thing. There's, there's, there's British I don't English think and I there's don't, American English. I mean, yeah, but I don't think. You know what? I don't think we're. I don't think we're we're the ones to like. Okay. You know. Google defines a dialect as a particular form of a language which is peculiar to a specific region or social group. Yeah, I think so. Then with that, definition. but new, but New York slang or whatever, like New York slang, like there's just like certain words and phrases you can't. You know, you, you're not going to be able to write a whole speech or... I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's just certain words and phrases that are considered New York slang. It's not a whole language or dialect in itself. Hmm. I'd say it's a dialect. I think, f- from my understanding, a language has its 
has a written and like an oral part to it. You know what I'm saying? And a dialect is just different variations of that oral part. You know what I'm saying? It's like, different variations, they, but like, all of these like New York English or the New York dialect, as opposed to like uh, whatever other dialect. I remember learning about like Ebonics. Like that's a different dialect, right? Um, they all still would write in English. You okay, know? yeah, that's as true. In, they would all still write in the English language, but orally they s- say things differently. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's like I was gonna say. Like that's the that's like the same thing between Mandarin and Cantonese and Fujianese. All those other Chinese dialects. Like y- the way that you write stuff is the same, but you pronounce, but the but how you pronounce it yeah. is different. But when it comes to like New York slang, you're not gonna write it the same way. And say it differently. You're writing it completely differently. Yo, Raph, tell me some. Give me some Tagalog slang, real quick. Uh, Do it for the culture. Kupal. <laughs> That's not. I mean, uh, I think I pronounced it wrong. What what words? Uh, I don't know. Like the first thing that comes off to my head is like joa, which means like joa, joa. Like you're you're like, your babe, your shoddy. Also, oh, you're close. Wait, how how did you know that? Oh, I said joa. What language is that? Like, Chua, I like you. That's a Korean. You think that, that like, influenced Tagalog? I think there is some know. crossover between languages Korean and Tagalog. Uh, like, very minuscule. To be honest, I don't know the history of, like, language in Korea, so I cannot answer that. You know, you know what I got hit with? One time when I was mad, I found it mad interesting. I got hit with the hoo 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 hoo. For for when you're when you're like laughing at something, it's oh. like the equivalent of LOL when yeah, you're texting yeah. someone. I got hit with that, and I was like, "Whoa, wow!" Yeah, that's another interesting thing. Like just texting, texting like texting lingo. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, like abbreviations, like LOL. Uh, like okay, how do you guys express like that you find something funny on text? Aha ha! Like emoji. Like lately, it's been like LMAO or LMFAO all capitalized. Yeah. Like, back in middle school, I used to write, like, LOLZ. Lols. <laughs> Why? Looking back at it now, that's so, like, corny. Or, like, LOLOLOL. Damn, you know, for some reason, I, I actually never picked that up when I text. I never I never say, like, LMAO. Wait, I don't know why. Hit me with, hit me with more, some more slang. For the culture. Do it for the culture. Tagalog? Yeah, or, um, Pak Ganern. What? <laughs> no, that was in a GBM one time. What I remember that, that too. What was it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like excitement, isn't it? Or like some sort of like exc- exclamation. How do you say it? Pak ganern. Pak ganern. Maybe I'm tripping, but I think it comes from like bug ganon, which means like like that. Let me look it up, actually. Yo, you know what's crazy? How did sign language become a word? <laughs> right? Man, I mean, nah, I, 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 I know. Oh, it literally mean. translates to like that. I was right. Yo, that's crazy. But like sign language, who, who was like, who? I mean, how this, do you start that? This is all stuff that we can research, right? Like, I mean, yeah, there's I different guess, types. But... Like, yo, you ever realize sign language? ASL, American sign language. Yeah, is it like there's... Japanese sign language? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you that. Canadian sign language. Dude, honestly, I should have been able to answer all these questions. Like, I took Their class linguistics. literally answering these questions, but I took it in what, like freshman year, so I don't remember. So. Yeah, linguistics is, is kind of interesting. That's what I'm now, saying, now dog. That that's why I want to minor in it. That's now that I'm, you Wait, know. Wait, why did you take? Oh, cause you were minoring. Us. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so. <clears throat> I 
language. <laughs> Languages do be kind of crazy, though. <laughs> Isn't it weird? surreal, bro, that we just, like, make noises with our mouths? And, like, yeah, that's what I was saying. No, like, like, just like... conceptually, just, like, f- physically, I'm just vibrating some things in my throat. You're just vibrating your vocal <laughs> and then, cords. Like, oh, and then you just understand. That's so, like, like powerful, dog. Like, I, I took, like, anthropology senior year of high school mm. at, at Queens College. And, you know, you know, I learned about, like, you know, like, ev- uh, like evolution of, like, humans and stuff like that. And it's, it was just how, like, you know, like, other animals, like, their vocal cords, like, physically do not have the ability to uh, create and manipulate, like, the sounds that we do as humans, mm. you know? And that's how we develop language. Could go on a full rant about evolution how, how the ability to throw stuff made <laughs> us humans language yes 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 but let's save that right for another time yeah that seems that sounds like a good idea but yeah. uh, yo 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 <laughs> you know it's crazy isn't it crazy how like parrots can imitate yeah them? well that's not <laughs> parrots like dog. parrots can... well that's not understanding that's just like replicating okay, right but yeah like okay but like i guess parrots their vocal cords or whatever have the ability to you know yeah yeah because <laughs> like the way you produce different sounds is like with your tongue and the position of your like tongue in your mouth and like how low or up your jaw is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i learned this in linguistics yeah, that's it. So I'm just saying, like, do parrots have, like, human-like mouths? Is that why they... They have a beak. That's I what I'm saying. They, they have think... a beak. Like, how can... But I'm sure they have, to- they have a tongue. Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to make, like, a ooh sound? Like, that requires you to, like... <laughs> you know, like, like pucker up your lips? To puck up your lips, you know? <laughs> or to Wait. make a b sound. That's, like, a Wait. bilabial sound. By any chance, in your linguistics class, did you learn about, like, the language with clicks? Oh, like yeah. African... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Have you I mean, I've heard, like, like little... Like, I've, I've, like, uh, watched little clips of, like, you know... Because... Uh, is it a dying language? Is it? I'm not sure. I think it's only uh, localized to, like, one tribe. But mm. it's mad interesting. It, it yeah, that's so, so interesting. Like, how they, like, click in the middle of, like, their uh, sentences. Yeah. And everything. You know, I had a parrot before. I had a parakeet <laughs> uh-huh. that could say words. You weren't? Was it like did, would it it's would like, your parakeet like imitate you? Hello, <laughs> dude, that was wild. You think parrots have accents or? Uh, I'm sure they could. I don't know. I'm sure. Imagine if there's like if you a, taught it an accent. Yeah, yeah would it imagine it probably if you only taught it like let's say you're speaking to it in English but Australian accent. So it's like good day. I'm sure that they could pick up on that, you know, as opposed to. A regular American person saying hello. Like, yeah, I guess so. Hello. 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 What, what, what language? Right. Wait. Right. What languages Today. are the hardest to learn? I would say tonal, tonal languages. Like Chinese. Yeah, or like like I think Vietnamese too, right? Like they have like tones in there. Oh. I think love languages. <laughs> 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 love languages. Oh, that do that do be difficult sometimes. Yeah, sometimes but... it is so hard to understand. You know, speaking on that, why don't we wrap things up with a love like <laughs> little love language talk? You know. Alright. So like, I found out that my love language is like physical touch. <laughs> Same here, bro. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like that means a lot too, because just in I mean, yeah. we talked about um hey. communicating hey. through actions, right? I love you. <laughs> Why are you touching my knee? Like that? <laughs> 
But yeah, like, I don't know. Talk about your love languages if you guys know. I think I think my love language is like something like quality time spent. This is all based off that random quiz that I took. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it was like, yeah, it was like, like, oh, uh, what means the most to you is like being able to spend quality time with your significant other. And yeah, like, I agree with that. Like, I think I would love to spend quality time with my significant other. Mine was words of affirmation. Mm. So I like being gassed up. You're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Julius. Thank you, Julius. <laughs> you guys didn't see that. But he just Raph just, Raph just touched Listen, man, I'm just catering to your love language, dog. This is mm. true because my love language is physical touch as well. So, you know what? I appreciate that. And Thank I love you. you. I appreciate that you said to me that you appreciated it. And because I, my love language is words of affirmation. I love you. Yo, Thank you know you. what? Joseph, why You're don't welcome. we spend some quality time with each other as this podcast wraps up? Uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, hope to see you again next week at our next podcast. I don't know who's hosting, but pull up to find out. Yes, oh, sir. follow Puso at uh, at Puso X Three on all social media platforms. We talking about Instagram, Snapchat. We got TikTok now. Twitter, Stony Brook Puso on YouTube, and Puso on Facebook. Wow. Well, yeah, that was a fun one, boys. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But uh, let's wrap it up. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. And see you next week. Bye. Woo! Peace. <laughs> 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 Mama. <laughs> 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 let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up.